The Red Rose Mystery. As usual, Paul was the last one to come to the breakfast table, but that didn't keep him from finishing eating first. As he gathered his books from the hall, he heard Mother say, Poor dear, she will have to stay inside all week. That's too bad, Dad replied. Maybe you'd better look in on her today and see if you can help with anything. I will, dear, Mother promised. Paul came back through the kitchen on his way out. What's wrong, Mom? he asked. It's Mrs. Parker next door. She fell yesterday and sprained her ankle. The doctor taped it up and told her not to walk on it for a few days. That's too bad, Paul declared, using his dad's words. Their neighbor lived alone, and he knew it would be difficult for her. He started for the door. I know she's going to miss her flowers most of all. She works in her garden every day, his sister Linda began. Hey, Paul, wait for me, she called as he opened the back door. Paul was in a hurry. He was supposed to meet the fellows at the corner, and he was already late. He ran across the street and cut across Mrs. Parker's yard. He tripped on something and almost fell. It was the morning paper. Why didn't that paper boy throw it up on her porch, he murmured as he regained his balance. He shrugged. The paper boy probably didn't know that Mrs. Parker had sprained her ankle. Paul picked up the paper and hurried up the walk to lay it on the porch. Halfway across the yard, he stopped. Why, Mrs. Parker's place was one whole flower garden. He had never paid much attention to the flowers before. He walked over to a rose bush. There was one big bud opening. The red was so deep that it was almost black. There were drops of dew still clinging to the flower. Paul tapped the long stem, and the dew drops slid down and hid inside the bud. Paul was amazed at how smoothly one petal lapped over another. Suddenly, he leaned forward and poked his nose down on the rose. He took a deep breath. It was the most pleasant smell he had ever smelled. But just as quickly, he whirled around and shot a glance over his shoulder. What if the fellow saw him smelling flowers? Flowers were for girls. He didn't care about the others, but he could just hear Larry calling him a sissy. Paul was just as big and strong and tough as Larry, but he knew his friend wouldn't dare be caught messing around flowers. Shifting his books to the other arm, he left the yard. At the sidewalk, he hesitated and looked back toward the house. Remembering Paul, said, She sure was nice to me when I was sick, baking that lemon pie on my birthday and coming to see me every day. He looked down the street. No one was in sight. Dropping his books, he ran back to the bush. Quickly, he broke a rose with the longest stem. Rolling the newspaper into a long tube, he stuck the stem inside and tiptoed up on the porch. He wedged the paper on the handle of the front door and in one long leap jumped off the porch and ran to the corner. When the others came, he was just standing there whistling as though nothing had happened. That night, Mother said, You'll never guess what happened. Someone put Mrs. Parker's paper right up by the front door this morning so that she wouldn't have to hobble outside to get it. Hmm, said Mr. Wilson, slicing the roast. That was nice. Wonder who it was. She doesn't know, but whoever it was knew how much she likes flowers, for there was a beautiful red rose inside. Paul swallowed and started to speak, but Linda said, We've got a mystery right here on our street. I think it's so exciting. Then Paul decided not to say anything. He ducked his head to hide the smile on his face. It was going to be fun for him to have his own little secret. Besides, if his sister knew, she would probably blab it around, and then the fellows would know for sure. For the next two mornings, he slipped off to school before Linda was ready. Each morning, he cut the prettiest rose he could find and left it with the paper. The boy was enjoying his secret, but he had to admit the part he enjoyed most was doing something nice for Mrs. Parker. That is, 
as long as the gang didn't find out. Each time he was afraid he would be late, and they would see him right in the middle of the rose garden. Everything was fine until Thursday. Then, just as he reached for the rose, a voice said, Paul! Paul Wilson! So it's you! The startled boy dropped the rose. He jumped as though he had been caught playing with his dad's tools again. Oh, why did you have to come along? he asked sharply as he saw Linda. Don't you dare tell anyone. But why did you have to keep it a secret? Linda asked. I think it is the sweetest thing I ever heard. Yeah, sweet. That's just what the fellows would say. Why, Paul Wilson, are you ashamed of what you're doing? demanded Linda. No, of course not. It's just that everyone thinks I'm plenty strong, and if... So that's it, interrupted his sister. You're doing something nice for someone, but yet you are afraid of what someone else will think. Sis, you don't understand. But Linda was gone. She had turned and hurried back to their house. Paul felt terrible. He could tell that his sister was disappointed in him. The forgotten rose lay on the ground. He picked it up. Very carefully, he brushed the dirt off the petals. In all the confusion with Linda, more time had passed than he realized. The sound of voices startled him. The boys were halfway down the block coming to meet him. His first thought was to run. It had taken a long time for them to invite him into the crowd. Now, if they saw him taking Mrs. Parker a rose, they might not want him any more. And even if they did, he knew for sure they would never stop teasing him. He had to decide what to do, and fast, for they would see him any minute. He glanced at Mrs. Parker's front door. Oh, she'll never miss it today, he told himself, and took a step away. As he brushed against the rose bush, he stopped. If I could just hide behind the bush, maybe they wouldn't see me, and then when they go by, I could... Linda came out the front door of their house and interrupted his thoughts. Sis is right, he said aloud. I am more concerned about what people will think than I am about doing the right thing. From that minute on, Paul knew what he was going to do. Sticking two fingers in his mouth, he gave a loud, shrill whistle. From the corner of his eye, he could see the boys stop and stare, but he didn't care. Instead, he yelled across the street, Hey, Linda, wait till I take this rose to Mrs. Parker and I will walk to school with you. Linda stopped still in her tracks, for she had already seen the boys. She smiled happily and waved. Okay, she called back. The boys started laughing and pointing at Paul, but Paul didn't pay any attention. Instead, he just ran up the steps and delivered a red rose and the morning paper. The story you've heard today was first published as part of the Vacation Bible School program in the book God's World by the Review and Herald Publishing Association and the General Conference Sabbath School Department. If you are interested in any other products published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955.